Please. When you're moving properly, but without confidence, choreographers shout at you to fancy yourself while you're doing it. I have just given myself an appropriate cue. Come on, Lamond. Fancy yourself. Graham Kennedy, Kirribilli, New South Wales. Here now is Tony Lamond reading First Half. The dedication reads, For the doctors and nurses in the intensive care wards in Sydney, Adelaide and particularly Hobart. For Dr Garland in Melbourne and always Joan. Acknowledgements. When it comes to trying to remember certain events of your own life, the memory alone is very unreliable. Many people kindly helped with reconstructions, but as time progressed it took on aspects of the story of the Japanese film Rashomon, in which three people have conflicting stories about the same event. Or is it four? But I trust I have as accurately as possible recorded the facts. My thanks to Graham Kennedy, who knows more about television than any ten people for his invaluable contributions. For names, dates, pictures and family memories, Elizabeth Potter, Joy Lorman, Ada O'Loughlin, May Wills and Nola Jones. Ronnie Shand and Frank Cleary for their incomparable show business anecdotes. Each of them is a living historian and should write their own books. My thanks to Anne Tobin, Esther Fishman, David Sale, Barry Crocker, Tony Taylor, Andrew Ogue and Noel Mitchell. Special thanks to Nancy Hayes, who has relieved me of a great deal of stress to concentrate on the book, acting as my memory backstage during the run of 42nd Street. Janet Hine for researching and moonlighting as my secretary, when I now and then admitted, grudgingly, I wasn't superwoman. My editor, Fiona Giles, for her light but sure touch. Fiona McCallum and Elaine Lee, my psychic cheer squad, who assured me I would finish the book, there were times I thought I wouldn't, and that it would be a success. In that category, I must also include my agent, Selwa Anthony, for her enthusiasm and encouragement. Thanks to Ron Crager for lugging my photos across the world. Loving thanks to my sister Helen for family memories and secret language that no one else in the world knows, and for keeping me afloat when at times it looked as though I might sink. And of course my son, Tony Sheldon, the walking encyclopedia, who willingly typed transcripts of tapes, corrected spelling, remembered names, dates and casts of shows. In general, he gave his wholehearted support and love, no matter how busy with his own projects. To all the people who have enfolded me with love, thank you. Chapter 1. Roots The limousine containing the bridal party approached the theatre, where an expectant crowd waited to greet them. 
The newspaper ads had promised an extra added attraction, the thrill of seeing several of the stars of the show arriving fresh from their wedding ceremony. The matron of honour and best man emerged first, then the groom, who assisted his bride from the car. As the blushing bride stepped hesitantly to the pavement, holding back the wedding veil that partly hid her face, the bystanders burst into applause. The wedding party stood in a group to be photographed by the press photographers for the early morning editions, and at the conclusion, as it was ten minutes before curtain time, the audience filed into the theatre to take their seats. The bride, best man and matron of honour, ran like hell backstage to apply their stage makeup for the opening of the show, while the groom ran for the tram to get to his one-night stand engagement at a suburban venue. It was 1931.